Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. All right, let me get the incidental stuff out of the way first. Hi, welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don, that's Tom. Would you like our phone number? Okay, well, then it's 855-935-TALK. There. Did I cover it all? He's paying no attention. Yeah, you whatsoever. got it. You no, were paying you no attention. You were paying no the... attention. I saw you looking at something else. <laughs> I'm. Gonna, that's all the information we're going to give you because I don't want to get scammed in a romance scam. So right. that's it. That's uh, no, all I'm going to tell you about my personal we, life. We talk about greed a lot on this show, that people get greedy. They just like, I got to have the money. Everybody's getting rich and I'm not. Yep. Well, you know, there's another kind of greed out there that we don't think about much. The, I want the best looking, most romantic, smartest, funniest, most intelligent and wealthiest lover I can get my hands on. Right? You know, you go to these That's dating apps. Literally and or figuratively. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. People are going, Oh my gosh. <laughs> he said he's, that. He's so, he's so dreamy and he's rich or, yeah. Oh my goodness. That girl is beautiful and she's loaded. I'm going to go out with her. Well, uh, that hasn't worked out so well for a lot of you. Well, no, a, a new survey out by a social catfish. I know you follow the social catfish. Social. Is this a talking yeah, catfish? That's, I don't know. It's an anti scammer information website. I'm okay, told I'm by the person who did this. that up right now. According to Social Catfish, which I will not be having for dinner, by the way, uh, <laughs> record-breaking $304 million lost in romance scams in 2020. By the way, which makes it which makes it number one in consumer fraud, not financial not fraud. Not financial because fraud, because we found out that all Ponzi schemes yeah. beat that tar out of that. Yeah. Like two to one or something. So yeah. a lot. But, uh, okay, let's just give a definition here. Catfish not the edible version are scammers who create a fake online profile to lure victims on social media and dating sites feigning romantic interest to earn trust before asking for money and or valuable personal information and this happens a lot and guess what age group it happens to most 40 to 69 people mm -hmm. that get Mm -hmm. lonely and well, they say oh. usually it's like it's they're either widowed or divorced and they're later in life and they're going i want the perfect mate this time don't give me the one like that last one they were losers i want a perfect one i want it's good looking and loaded and really nice and really whatever you know all the all the stuff so and uh, somebody pointed out they quoted in this article not only victims lose hundreds of thousands of dollars but the emotional toll, right? You the, the trust you put in somebody to find out, no, oh, that was a complete lie. Let them just lose the money, but I lost. Well, I, my guess is it would be incredibly embarrassing to yeah. fall for something like that. I mean, really, truly embarrassing. And, and I feel for those people who do. But you got to also, it's like, it's kind of like investing. If it sounds too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. 
Then we had the guy, remember, on the show a couple months ago called us with a similar situation, and you said, hey, you might want to be careful here because, mm, remember, didn't he say she was like a 10 or something? Yeah, I mean, she was a 10 thing, and so. she had millions. Yeah, it was kind of weird. So how do you avoid being catfished? Well, actually, you go, huh? to, you go huh? to social catfish. I looked it up. <laughs> There's one. No, yeah. you can actually put in a, a picture that someone ah. sent you. And they'll look it up and see if it's actually if somebody it's, else or wow. taken, or if it's a stock photo or something. That's very odd. But here are their tips. Never give money or personal information out. Yeah. Okay, but how can you really start a relationship when you don't give personal information to the other part? I mean, how much I, I think relationship can you have? 50% right. Oh. They're 50% right. You right. Don't give them money. Number two is, and this one always makes sense anyway, a new relationship, which I wish I'd followed this more carefully. Take things slow. <laughs> it's, it says, it even says in here, the Nigerian romance scammers will be pushy about falling in love right away. I feel very strongly about you, especially if, since I've seen your bank account. Um, do not form a relationship with someone who will not video chat with you or meet you in person. In other words, don't just do all this by text and by email. That Ooh, that is really good. I like that one because yeah. now you can yeah. video chat with anybody anywhere, anytime. Yeah. And if they, if you get a Nigerian prince on the other end of the line, um, and you were expecting a, a beautiful princess, you're going to know. Reverse search. I don't know what that is. That's, that's, um, that's social catfish. What you were talking search, Oh, yeah. okay. And beware on all platforms. Uh, come on, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. That, that's just three of the hundreds. I don't know how you would keep track of all platforms. That'd be tricky. Or you could just stay off social media altogether. Eh, we'd all be happier. 855-935-TALK. Real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Because we live we live we are devoted to answering your questions we live to answer them we love talking with you about stuff and helping you understand the uh the monetary parts of your life better we take calls at 855-935-TALK here on the show we take them 24 hours a day seven days a week to answer on the podcast and we also take them written into us at talkingrealmoney.com like this one Tom and Don. Actually, they said Don and Tom, but I wanted to make you feel better. I appreciate it. Yeah. Going into it, knowing that buying a home is not a financial investment, I'm looking for some advice on how to get the most advantageous 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. Some lenders I've reached out to have offered points as a way to entice potential borrowers. It seems like a gimmick to me, especially because I don't think I'll be in a home long enough to see a return on investment. Some local lenders have preached service as a way to gain clients, but they don't have the lowest rates. I appreciate the time and resources these lenders put into the process, answering questions and being available, but they, but they can't offer the best rates. And some national lenders have low rates, but poor to non-existent customer service, as well as unclear closing costs. In the long haul, it might be less expensive, but poor customer service makes the process more difficult. To you. Does the most advantageous mortgage lender mean the lowest costs? Or should I be factoring in customer service, local knowledge, etc.? 
I was considering getting pre-approved with multiple lenders and then trying to use one offer to leverage another, possibly using a national lender's offer to leverage a local lender's, but I don't want to slow the process down once an offer's on the table for a home and the clock is ticking. Thoughts? First of all, I think it's a commodity to get a a home loan. Um, I've I've mentioned on the program that I've had a problem with a major bank called Bank of America. That's a whole separate. (laughs) You you, but it was a good opportunity for you to get your dig in. Uh, Yeah, exactly. So I no to me it's commoditized. Um, I think I mentioned once before that I went through a Costco for a refinance and it was dirt cheap, et cetera. It's fantastic. I was just, that's what I was going to say. If you have a Costco, actually, even if you don't have a Costco membership, just for that, get a Costco membership. I think I saved about a thousand dollars in closing costs because there was a a no close, no certain kind of cost deal. And the other thing I know about Costco is that they tend to be very particular about people with whom they deal. And they're, they're, there's so much demand to be a part of their, program because they get them so many clients that to be kicked out of a Costco program is bad for business. Yeah. So I would, I would look at the best. I just look at the best deal in terms of, you know, sort of the personal service. Basically all of this should be, should be done online today anyway, with secure link. I mean, just giving them the information, they're running the numbers. Here's what, what we can offer you. I don't think the customer service aspect of it is very important. That's my and, take. And one of the reasons it's not as important is because I can practically guarantee you that after you refinance your loan, it is going to be sold to somebody else for servicing. Uh, my last, I mean, my refinance, uh, it went from, I don't remember who, to some company called Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Honest Mr. to Cooper God, holds your note. Mr. Cooper well, holds funny. my note, so I wow. make out payments, make out my checks to Mr. Cooper. I, there's some mm-hmm. guy named Dave Cooper sitting down there cashing my checks in Belize, sitting on the beach. But <laughs> uh, my other one, my other mortgage, because you know I have more than one house, uh, yes, that got go sold there. right off to Wells Fargo. Just it was like, yep. well, I'm in, I'm with Wells Fargo now, and I was with the bank yeah, to begin so- with. So. It's Again, not I, I would just look. I would look for the best deal. Um, points are not a gimmick; they're part of the overall. Th- you'd have to analyze that in turn, and then compare you, that with the you pay rate. points. So, you get a better yeah. interest rate, and you yeah, got to do the math and see how quickly yeah. you. And, and usually, it's only a couple of years before you. If you pay some points, you get them back. It's like four or five years, but it really depends on on the particulars. I think that's a, a, a very good question. Um, and it's still, I think, 30-year deal still pretty good. I don't know where. Oh, where, yeah. Rates actually rates last week. Bit. Last week, the, uh, the, the rates went back down below three again. Yeah. Now Tom's, Tom's volume is up a little bit on his, on his screen. I'm trying to kill it here. And it How's won't that, die. That no, mm-hmm. it's still coming through. Drives me crazy. I know. I'm sorry. You may have to kill that. We may just have to wing it. Yeah. Because his computer died, so he's trying to do it on his phone, and it's not working out. And the volume, for some reason, on iPhones and it doesn't iPads, go to zero. when you're it on FaceTime, it doesn't go to zero. Apple, know, what I is that? Let the volume go all the way to you zero. Know, Apple is very busy putting together the self-driving car that they're coming out with soon. So oh, thank goodness. Look out, Tesla. No, thank goodness, because I am ready for my self-driving car. I know you're not. I love my semi-self-driving car. I just couldn't do it. I think it's because you're such a Luddite. 
it has nothing to do with it does with do it does my do. association it with does people too. thousands it, no it has everything to do with control, control. I, have, I have i'll admit it i'll admit i do not like i don't even like driving period anyway people are too close i'm always like move away you're like a foot and a half from my car move get out well of here. if they were all self-driving they would keep you away from your car. <laughs> i would be screaming because we'd be going 85 miles an hour there'd be a guy a foot behind <laughs> me i would be howling down the 405 you would not want to see it it would not be pretty so now, it's, yeah, all right, all right. I love. It has no, cars. no, n- has nothing to do with my trust of technology. It's my right. own personal. I, I have another question for you that was oh, yeah, sent please. in, but it's really long. We'll give the number because this is a good time to call because usually people want to call the last ten minutes and then we can't. Right, get them that's in. true. Yeah, you, you call the last ten minutes and then we're going. We can't jam all of you in that quickly. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. Actually, this one is not actually, I can, I can condense this down to its essence. Uh, we, I can answer that in two notes. We had someone who called us a couple of weeks ago and asked about, she had Vanguard mutual fund shares and wanted to get into Vanguard's ETFs. Yes. And it turns out that Vanguard does in fact do straight swaps between fund A and ETF A. So if you had Vanguard Total World you Stock just tell Index, them to do that? VW, VTWAX, they will directly convert that to VT at no cost. Me just call them up and say, I would rather be in the exchange trade. Yep. yep. And there's no tax ramifications, nope. I don't believe. Correct? None whatsoever. All right. So that, that is something I did not know. I knew some groups did it. I did not know Vanguard did it. Uh, so you can do it directly at Vanguard. That's the only way to do it. You can't go to like your broker where you have them and say, do it that way. You have to do it through Vanguard. Um, but, uh, this is, this is according to I'm Eric. assuming that's a phone call. It says you have to call and request yeah. it. Which has gotten tougher from what we hear about calling Vanguard. No offense to Vanguard. Very fine fund family no. that runs. Remember, they have to, each fund has to pay for itself. It's kind of an odd setup due to their, corporate structure so yeah but people keep forgetting how critical customer service is though i know and there are a lot of people out there who need to talk to somebody which is why we're here at 855-935-TALK tom and don are talking real money is your portfolio a mess you may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, our phone number is 855-935-8255. I'm Don, that's Tom, and we're getting chewed out by people left and right, so we might as well get chewed out again. You ready, Tom? Yeah, let's hit it. All right, here we go. Uh, uh, the, the subject is more than just investing. Get insurance quotes to see how you can save money. Fantastic. We said that, I think, last week, right? I believe we did. Yes, we did. But you did your listeners a huge disservice by completely Uh-oh. failing to explain they must know what they are comparing. What exactly is the quote for? Are the coverage amounts the same? Actually, we did say 
The coverage yeah, I amounts said I walked through were each identical. Mine. Mm-hmm. mine too. I went through my entire policy yep. and got identical coverage. And then I actually went back to USAA and said, you know, these guys are giving me better or the same coverage for a lot less money. And they went, huh? Okay. I guess it happens. Anyway. Yeah. And, and it was a lot less money. A lot. And by the way, money. we're talking about car insurance and homeowners insurance. Oh, is the actual coverage the same? And then we get into a lot of weird little things. Does your current coverage cover libel and slander? And the cheap quote doesn't. Oh my gosh. Wait, my, my car insurance? I don't really, I do libel people, but they, it's inside the car. They wouldn't know unless they were listening through the window or something. That's weird. A phone call just came <laughs> through on our answering service. Uh oh. Where 855 talk goes. Uh, which leads me to believe that maybe there's a problem with it forwarding. I'm not sure. Anyway, oh, we do have callers. Okay. Um, okay. And if your homeowner's insurance, okay, let's talk about homeowner's insurance. Libel and slander. I don't use that a lot, and I'd probably be more, and we're, probably we're be a better pr- candidate. We're prone <laughs> to maybe getting sued <laughs> yeah, for that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you get fair market value or replacement value? We compared that. Fair mar- we re- uh, yes, I got we a replacement value policy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is the new quote based on a discount for both car and home? Yes. Mine was based on a discount for both because I got both with them. Uh, where your current home and auto are by two different providers. Life insurance. I didn't ask about life insurance. Don't want none. We weren't, we weren't talking about life insurance. Does a cheap company quote only pay when the insurance dies on the freeway or as a passenger? Huh? A uh, cheap quote. Oh, car insurance geez. has life insurance. Actually, that's part of the liability of policy. That's part of the liability policy. That's all right. Uh, you get what you pay for. And fail to emphasize I that your listener must true. absolutely know what they're comparing, and uh, you could foolishly go with the cheapest. The most important engagement with an insurance company is not with the agent, but with claims. Well, yeah, but you don't know that. I mean, I guess you could go online and read about how does XYZ yeah. Company. They are all hard on claims. They are all hard Be on honest. claims. And I, I by Come the way, on. compared USAA with various others, and all of them get the same kind of average marks for their claim handling abilities. And is there only one claim office? You know how many claims now are done online without a claim? Most. Most. Um, USAA is one of the best. And I used to say that to everybody, but I don't think they are anymore. Well, I don't know if they are or they aren't. I just know that the price, again, was about half of what I was paying to them. And then he finally said, if you're paying an obscene amount lower, I fear it's because you're truly not as well covered. Uh, Unless they lied, I'm as well covered. Seriously, did yeah. they lie to me about the coverage? I got it on a contract on in on, on a piece of paper that I printed. It says I have the same coverage. Doesn't yours do the same? Indeed. Again, and this is, I think people want to say, well, how could it be? How could it be half of what you're paying today? Competition. Yeah. I mean, they're simply decided to go after this market, and they're going to do it hard. I mean, so... Mm-hmm. There's a major company that does this on ads all the time that says you could have saved blank in your car, you know, so apparently it could be done. And we both, we both independently did it separately at different times mm-hmm. and both found the exact same result. Now we've been doing this for a while. 
Um, we saved. I saved it. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> sounds trite. I saved a ton of money on my I, car insurance. I really, Don. I really did too. And I quoted a lot of companies, and I was shocked at how cheap everybody was, except USA. <laughs> at least Who all we've the been sending money to for decades. Decades, by the way. literally. Yeah. All right, eight five five nine three five. Talk. Call us. Don and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. And before we get to the calls, I wanted to add one little thing about insurance because the uh, the the listener said that you want to deal with somebody who has a good local claims department. Well, USAA doesn't have local claims departments. When I had a claim with USAA, I had a couple of claims with USAA, one on the car, one on the house, uh, they had an independent adjuster that they hired to come work with us. And by the way, USAA was so cheap with one of my claims that I had to hire what is called a public adjuster to come in and prove to them that my what they said was a $3,000 claim was actually a $30,000 claim. And I had to give the public adjuster $3,000 for that uh, because they get a percentage of what they get for you. But it was because USAA was tight. Now, that's anecdotal, but it proves that you can have a claims problem anywhere. Then I think that's the bottom line. Or you could read up on all of these companies, see what their rating is, which really doesn't has nothing to do with the auto part of this. And you could see how they handle claims. I bet you you're going to find that most are rated very similarly when it comes to handling of claims, that that's where we are in the world today. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Mary, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. Mary? Hi, Mary. Yeah. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, My question involves uh, if we were to buy a uh, tax-free mutual bond fund and Uh uh, sell it at a gain, would we pay capital gains taxes on that gain? Yes. Yes. Even even though it's a tax-free uh, bond fund, only only the income is tax-free. The interest, the interest, the interest is tax-free. Can, think it through. These are uh, government municipalities that have issued these bonds. That uh, that the reason that you're getting them tax, the government wants you to be interested in buying them at a rate that generally is lower by about a percentage point or so of other bonds. So you're paying. You're getting less interest, but you're getting it tax-free. If the value of that security goes up, you're going to have to pay the difference between what you paid for it and what you sell it for. There's no way around that. Right, which is a capital gain. But if it worked the other way, if you sold it at a loss, you would have a tax-reducing capital loss. So it works both ways. Thanks for the call, Mary. We appreciate it. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Robert, you're next. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you uh, for taking my call. Hey. Uh, just just right away, simple question. You, you ever consider talking about the second act? I mean, what about when you go into uh, retirement as a newbie? And and you're, 
you you have nothing to do. You, I mean, I'm not saying I don't have anything to do. Don't get me wrong, but you're like, uh, well, what am I going to do? Have you ever considered? Oh, we talk we talk about that a little bit, but it's third act actually. We think, uh, but but we do occasionally talk about it. But remember, this show is called Talking Real Money. Uh, and by the way, with our clients, we spend more time on this because it is a very important part of retirement. You're absolutely right. We even have a, we already, have a retirement counselor on our staff. Yeah, and, and I have a list of things I've been putting together that I want to do when I quit, and I'm doing that in air quotes because I don't really know that I want to quit. I would do this show just to see Don every Saturday forever till I drop dead. Well, maybe not just because of Don, maybe more because of you. But the point is, yeah, no, you should have a list of, of those things. Okay, you should have you should have a list of those things uh, because we know we. Larry Swedro's book quoted this. I still find it amazing. According to Larry, the highest suicide rate is in the United States is men in their seventies because they have no purpose. Right. They wake up in the morning and they're like, well, "What am I going to do today? I'm going to have breakfast and walk." They need purpose. I Absolutely funny. Uh, Debbie and I, my wife and I, were literally talking about this today, this morning before the show. This was a topic. How'd it go? It, it went fine because that's what I what I've done in my now in my sixties is I've created my twenty or thirty year plan for all aspects of life, and you need to include what you are going to do. When you're not working full time, there is no law that says you have to stop working at any point in life. Yeah. It, and by the way, reaching agreement with your significant other on this might be difficult. I'm speaking from my own situation here, by the way. I think it'll be hard for us. My take. Well, I, I've got a, I got a plan. I've got things I'm going to do, and it's not going to be golfing. 855-935-TALK. are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi there. Welcome back to the show. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. Uh, during the break, I actually did some research on USAA versus other companies and their, their yeah. claims reviews. They're almost all the same. You were right. They're almost all the same. Uh, you know, that's it, that's like restaurant reviews online. Mm, how much do you really believe them? Well, that's Maybe. true, too. I, mean, I don't know. 855 Give us a call. And Mark, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Mark. Hello, there. Hello there. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Glad to do it. Um, I was listening. I was listening earlier, and you guys were talking about mortgages and home mortgages. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman had the question about purchasing a new home, and and you got into some some detail uh, regarding that. And I'm a real estate professional in Seattle, and uh, I just wanted to provide a different perspective. Okay, sure. Um, What's your perspective? It. So. Uh, I understand what you're saying about obviously, you know, finding the best rate and the Costco thing was very interesting. Um, but from a, as, as someone who lists home, you know, it represents a lot of sellers in this crazy, crazy sellers market, as you know, um, the lender is very, very important being somebody who we can get a hold of being somebody who is there and, and, and representing buyers. You want somebody who I can get a pre-approval from on a Sunday night if necessary. So it's a huge part of the team. And it can make the difference of getting the house of your dreams or losing it. 
So while rates and being competitive are all super important, I just wanted to kind of throw that perspective in with our current seller's market that we have in Seattle. Yeah, that was, th- this and was, this kept, was about a refi. This was about a yeah. refi first. Um, so oh, I thought you know, he, that's said not, he was purchasing a home. Well, I think that was somebody absolutely a different story. Yeah. And, and when purchasing a home, uh, what you probably should do if you're buying a house is pre-qualify before you go shopping. Oh, 100%. And we agree, by the way, Mark, it would, make, it would make sense for you to have somebody like several people like that on your team, right? Like we have a team of people that we work with who are CPAs that do taxes and people long-term care, all those parts yeah, of absolutely. because other, other questions come up. I think it'd be very smart for you. Uh, somebody who, and by the way, <laughs> good luck in this market. Somebody who's yeah, good luck finding a listing. Has, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no kidding. I mean, is uh, that 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 knows the people that are really, as you said, going to be reachable Friday night at eight o'clock, whatever it is, to get the deals done, because those deals are hot and heavy right now, and you really got to be on top of it to get deals closed. So know. we're in agreement yeah. there. Yeah, you would know those people. I wouldn't. Uh, believe me, I have my team, and like I said, they are a huge part, and, and it, it takes a, a village to make sure that, you know, to come out on top with buyers and, um, you know, to make sure the deal's going to close when you're working with sellers and, uh, and make sure that there's somebody who has, has definitely done their due diligence and, and pre-qualified, pre-approved, um, and made sure that that person can, can do what they say they're going to do. So, because everybody's waiving everything, we including let you go. financing, so... Yeah, before we let you go, I mean, is there any – there was a piece in the Seattle Times, I think, 10 days ago talking about here are the things you should do if you're trying to jump into this market and buy a home. I mean, do you have any little trick of something that means that people should do to, to try to edge their way in and get a decent deal or not? Or is there? <laughs> absolutely. Absolute, I mean, the important thing is is finding a good real estate professional to work with who is going to be – you know, who's going to educate – and inform and empower you as the buyer to make the decisions that are best for you. Because as I said, it's the Wild West out there. Everybody's waving everything. I have to tell my clients, listen, this is what I, what, uh, I don't, you know, this is what you should do. This is, this is my advice, but this is what everybody else is doing. And if you want to win, you have to do not what I say that you should do, but you have to, you know, basically be prepared to, you know, um, take a lot more risk in this market. Uh, and, you know, so I, my job is to educate and inform and, and make sure that, you know, they're aware of, you know, how to protect their earnest money, but also that they're going to be up against people who are doing a lot of different things. So it's all about finding that right real estate professional who's going to have that communication, who's going to work with the other listing yeah. agents, who's going to, you know, sell them and do a great job. How long have you been doing this, um, Mark? I've been doing this 10 years now. Okay. Um, so started yeah, in 2010, I, I, which was a, I've noticed a lot of people have been coming into the industry lately. In fact, we did read there are more list, no more real estate agents than, than there, there are, are listings, listings today, <laughs> which is, makes it tricky. Oh yeah. Well, good luck. Say the least. Yeah. Good luck, Mark. Yeah, Thanks thank so you much for the call. You Appreciate guys. you Thanks pointing for, that out. Thanks for taking the call. Glad to do it. You bet. Take care. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Our number 855-935-8255. What do you? Come back to the real estate. I, I, you know, the more I think about it, I just don't know that I'd be buying a house in the greater Seattle. I might not be buying one in the whole country right now. I, I was going to say, I'm in Florida. I might just wait. I got to tell you, story, the but. value of my house, I'm not joking, went up a, uh, by 10% in one month.
That's what my, mine said. It went up one hundred twenty-three thousand dollars in one, one month. What well, we had month. somebody else say their home went up by four hundred thousand in one month. I, now you don't I, have. I, I, I don't have the money yet, so it, it may or may not have. But the last time my house was at this value was two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Dun dun. Uh, <laughs> oh, sounds familiar. Robert, you're yeah. up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Uh, hello, uh, Don. I've got a question about uh, buying a house. I'm just going through that 59-and-a-half-year-old mark. Um, so I'm looking to get some money to buy a second house where my wife will move in with her mother, She'll and I will eventually join them and uh, retire there three or four years down the road. But uh, right now, I need money to buy that house, and I'm thinking of cashing in my Roth IRAs. Is that a wise thing to do at this stage of the game? How big are they? How much? How much money? I've probably got about three hundred thousand in Roth IRAs. And you have you have the? Are you observing the five year rule? Because remember, anything inside of five, you're gonna have to pay tax on all the gains. all of this is old money, so it's been in there a good long time. Okay. It's all, you know, take outable as far as I, I know at, at fifty nine and a half. Personally, no, I would, I would not do that. I believe, I believe, I raw, I believe retirement term. money must be sacrosanct in case of, except in cases of absolute emergency. And why, why the two house scenario? Just out of curiosity, because you're going to stay, I assume, in the one you already have. Well, she's. They are moving to Canada. Say we're dual nationals, and eventually our our plan is to retire in Canada. But I will remain here in the U.S. for the next three, four years, working. Well, here's so a, here's another idea. Just out of curiosity, since mm-hmm. your wife and and her mom are going to be in Canada, do you have anybody else living in the house with you other than you? No. Okay, sell that house into this insanity right now. Literally sell your house into this insanity and yeah, rent and live for three else. years yeah. and don't touch because you will regret having touched that Roth. By the way, here's another thing to think about. Once they get north of the border, you can't go north anyway. So now it won't be a problem. You won't be able to go there. You stay here. I'm going to try that with my mother-in-law. You can't get across, you can't get to Canada. You can't. Unless you're a citizen. Yeah. You cannot go. They will not let I, you go. I there. know, but he'll so. go there eventually. Well, I just I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just yeah, you're just because help. you're trying to get rid of your mother-in-law doesn't mean he's <laughs> well, trying to get rid of it. Well, that's a whole other topic. We only have mother-in-law mother-in-law <laughs> humor on talking real yeah, money. Yeah, no, you. I honestly I I I've never seen anything like this real estate market in my entire life. Uh, I think it's insane. And if I had I a house, I'd rather sell the house and live in an apartment for a while, and you know, then visit mom and your wife up in Canada when you can again. And bide your time until you move into a real house up there. I think that's the best scenario. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And remember, if you're not sick enough of us listening to us on the radio on Saturdays, you can listen to us all the time on our podcast. As a matter of fact, I just found 180 old episodes 
of talking real money that I'm going to get put up on the web soon. God so. help us, as <laughs> exactly. I would say. That is really, and there will be somebody who writes and says, thanks for putting those up. I yeah. listen to them. Yeah. So, anyway, so, uh, but we have a, a little lesson for you, a class coming up on the 29th of April about taxes. Well, we had somebody call about Ross Iras, and we had somebody call about capital gains. We're going to be covering some of those kind of simple nuts and bolts of things you really got to pay attention to. Thursday at noon, Pacific time. Free. It's Sign free. up at Vestry.com right now. Vestry.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, knowing can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?